0: Hey everybody, this is Gary Kaye and you're listening to my Rants and Rays podcast and I'm uh, joined with a special guest today, Adam Coleman, who's the business development manager at Almo, specifically heading up uh, the new distribution channel for Absin, um, in addition to Canon, but Absin is the one I want to talk about today. Adam, good morning. How are you?
1: Good morning, Gary. I'm doing great. Thank you uh, for having me.
0: Well, look, Absin has been the world's largest uh, exporter of uh, LEDs, I think, five out of the last six years. Uh, they're they're definitely one of the leaders, and they've never gone through distribution before, and they picked Almo Pro AV to do it, and you're the person heading it up, so you have a lot of responsibility here.
1: Yeah, yeah, there, there, there's a lot of things to get in place, a lot of conversations to be had. Uh, uh, getting a distribution, uh, getting the distribution model up to speed with a scalable direct view LED solution. Um, Lots of, uh, lots of minutiae to work through.
0: Well, I think one of the problems comes in is that we all in the industry and I've been in the industry for 25 years, know LED as being that big giant bright display that you can put outside in in arenas and stadiums. But I think a lot of people haven't realized, number one, that it came indoors some years ago, but also that the pixel pitch has gotten small enough that it is, It is a viable competitor to putting in uh, a projector and also for upsizing an LCD because right now the largest LCD you can realistically put in is 84 inches. Uh, You can custom have a custom manufactured 100 inch or larger. But really when you get into that 100 inch side, if you put in an LED, you're going to get something that's literally 10 times brighter, better contrast ratio. But of course, right now is a little bit more expensive. Um, but but the advantage is you don't have to change it for twenty or twenty-five years.
1: Exactly. Yeah. The, the, there's there's actually advantages all over the place with direct view LED, and uh, I think the reason that it doesn't have more respective presence and market share right now is just, uh, the, the shifting trends in the industry. There was the period of time where projection was King. You could create insanely large pictures. Uh, the execution and the complexity to do that wasn't that high. The, the cost for that projector, respectively speaking, wasn't that high. It had its weak points, places where you have to find where to put that projector the projector makes noise projector outputs heat. Um, uh, segwaying into LCD video walls where you can make a very large picture on a wall. It doesn't have as much sensitivity to ambient light, um, and, and it was at a, a much better uh, price point. But uh, now that DirectView LED has gone through its R&D cycles it, and it's getting into a much finer pixel pitch now, its advantages can be seen over pretty much all of the other display technologies where you can put it just about anywhere inside, outside, any type of environment, direct sun, um, very, very tight pixel pitch where people are viewing it really, really close. And as you mentioned, the applications, the outdoor applications, large signages, uh, large sign uh, signs, arenas, um, with, with the dropping price point on it, with the, the values that it has in every different uh, consideration, I think it's going to take over what, where most other things are today in the next five to 10 years, I think most things are going to be some form of direct view LED.
0: So, so if I were in, I was in, uh, at the E4 experience, which happens in a couple of weeks in New York, um, which uh, that'll be the coming out party for Abson and uh, Almo. And I, and I was a uh, university getting ready to uh, put in or uh, replace all 250 of my classrooms with new projectors. And you had mm-hmm. to make the case to me to buy led instead can you do it in two minutes what's the case what's the pitch uh
1: it's a little hard in a situation like that when uh the price point for a single projector in a smaller room especially when you're doing a, a a large grouping of rooms is going to be difficult to beat with a direct view led system um but uh uh, competitively speaking, it's the kind of thing that that goes on the wall. It, it, it's out of the way. It doesn't interfere in any way, shape, or form with the operations of the room under normal circumstances. And maintenance on it is actually easier than maintenance on a projector because you don't actually have to dissect anything. So once you get past that initial cost of goods, the initial complexity of installation, whatever that is, uh, the ability to keep it looking good and serving your needs over time uh, I feel is surpassed with direct view LED, and for anybody who's making a long-term investment into a system, uh, I think it's a really easy case to make to say uh, both in terms of power consumption, ease of maintenance, and uh, main, uh, the way it would maintain its picture integrity year over year uh, makes it a superior solution.
0: Well, so so you got the cost disadvantage, but long-term has. Has anyone ever done a cost evaluation? Because to me, it seems like that when you look at the cost of an LED, although it's more expensive, the fact that you don't have to replace it and literally has, uh, you know, less than a 1% um, failure or trouble rate over the course of 10 years. And then when you go to 20 years, it's like less than 2%. When when you're putting a projector, you know, you're going to have to change the light source. And you know you're going to have resolution issues because as the resolution keeps increasing, people want more dots on the screen, right? Sure. And if you put in, uh, for example, the new uh, Epson all-in-one, uh, and I forget the model of that. Is that icon. the icon? If you put the Epson icon in, you get, a, you get an all-in-one product that is scalable in resolution based on the size that you put in. But also, it's uh, what's, the, what's the pixel pitch on that?
1: Um uh the for the for the entire display it's nineteen twenty ten eighty uh yeah. and they use different pixel pitches to create different overall sizes
0: yeah, so you can go down to a pixel pitch as i believe of point eight millimeter is that right and 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 most of them are one point two or one point five is that in the range uh, of-
1: right right now the bottom uh the tightest pixel pitch is one point two um but but it's going to go much lower than that with the introduction of uh micro uh and mini leds
0: yeah. So 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 as you're looking at this, you, you almost need to do an evaluation of what the overall cost is on supporting a projector in long term. The counterbalancing that with the the loss in light output over time, because as soon as you put a projector in, and I'm a big fan of projectors, I have a projector in my house. I mean, in my theater, I we have projectors all over our office here. Um, mm-hmm. And and so don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan of projectors, and uh, you know, and actually, I think. Um, companies like Epson and NEC have said they've had some of the best years they've ever had in, in recent years because of the, mm-hmm. the this idea of immersing people in displays. But at some point in time, we're going to cross. We're going to have a, a, a point of no return where the LED, when you take a look at a 10-year plan. So in the case of a, a school putting in a projector, they're going to have to not only replace the lamp or the light source, right? The block, if it's if it's laser, at some point in time, or they're going to have to replace the projector in the case of 10 years, at least twice. So they're going to have three projectors. So the real cost okay. is the cost of three projectors. And then the maintenance to support it, right? Yep. Versus putting in an LED. At some point in time, we're going to cross. And aren't we really close to that point if someone really did an evaluation when you're talking about 200 classrooms?
1: Well, I think specifically with the introduction of products like Apps and Icon, it becomes much more within reach because it's a completely bundled solution that doesn't require the unique sales engineering. Going into it, all of the, the special engineering considerations that the, the freeform abstract uh, types of displays take, uh, the fact that it's kind of a, a bang, one and done solution, and it's going to give you that, that year over year benefit, um, I, I definitely think we're getting very close to it.
0: Yeah, the icon is kind of interesting to me, and it's the first place I'd seen that um, all in one kind of solution because the concept behind this is you don't have to design the video wall. It comes in various sizes. I think it starts at 110 inch. Is that the smallest, or did I get that Correct. wrong? Yeah, 110 yep, uh, inch, but goes as large as what? Uh,
1: 220. Is, is the largest that they're advertising right now, and that one has the 3.8 millimeter pixel pitch. Uh, we're not expecting that that one is going to move quite as aggressively as, this, uh, as, as the, the tighter pixel pitch models, which is the 110 featuring a 1.2 millimeter pixel pitch, uh, 138, which features a 1.5, and 165, which features a
0: 1.9. Yeah, and so if you look at the 1.2 millimeter pixel pitch, Product that you know is obviously going to be in the the smaller sizes, which is still the size of a projected image in a room. Now we're mm-hmm. talking about uh, something that you know, in a normal seating distance, you're you're seeing just like a projected image, but is literally you're going to have to run it at ten or twenty percent the light output because otherwise it's going to be blinding. So therefore, it's mm-hmm. going to last ten to twenty years. Exactly.
1: The contrast
0: ratio is very high. It would be an interesting evaluation to do, but either way, what's cool about that product is that it has a direct HDMI input. You plug it in just like a sixty-five inch monitor you're hanging on the wall.
1: Exactly. It's 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 no more complicated than a very large TV that pretty much doesn't do, doesn't wear over time.
0: Yeah, and and before you had to put in a video wall processor to add to to add content to the wall. In this case, it's got it already built in, so you just. Mm-hmm plug and play. It's an interesting concept. It comes with a stand. It comes, it's already, uh, it's got a uh, bezel on it. It it looks like a giant TV.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it it actually has, um, uh, for the smaller sizes, there's four different, uh, mounting options for it. Though we expect the, the, the one that that we Almo are going to keep in stock to be the heavy hitter by far, which is the wall mount option. They also have versions of it that you can get, which are hanging. Um, uh, floor-to-wall support, and uh, a mobile cart, which is actually on wheels. So you could actually roll this thing from room to room. Now, again, the that, the mobile cart option isn't available in the 165 and up, but for the tighter ones, roll that thing around just like uh, the old CRTs on a cart.
0: So, so for example, if I wanted to get 110-inch, or, or is that 100, 110 is the smallest, correct? Did I get that yes. right? Again? Okay, 110-inch rollable Absin icon what's the list price on something like that
1: uh let me double check off the
0: top of your head or is that something that's going to be hard to find i was just curious
1: um well the, the the msrp for for the display itself is uh i believe it's seventy thousand. okay and uh but that's not including the controller or the wall mount solution uh so i i'm i'm not positive what it comes to as a complete solution but it's only marginally above that for the msrp
0: Right, and then you get a solution that's portable because you put it on wheels.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and maintains the same ease of service as any other mounting option that it has.
0: So if you're comparing that to 10 years, it's maybe more, still more expensive. But if you go out to 20 years, you're now talking about a product that is probably the same price, but you're getting performance, uh, linear performance the entire time you have the product.
1: It's Absolutely.
0: I mean, and then, and then, of course, there's just people who just want a really bright, really big image, and the only way to do that is obviously LED. So we're we're a few years away. Um, in fact, I talked to Mitch Rosenberg, um, who's with Epson at Infocom. We since had a podcast. He said we're three years away. He's his guess is three years from now, we're going to be at a point where um, LEDs and projectors with micro and and in uh, these. Um, other LED, uh, would you call it micro and what 's the other one that you said mini. mini with micro and mini led with three years from now he 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 um guesses that we're we 're going to be in the range and be able to replace projectors competitively uh, so it sounds like Almo got in this market segment right at the right time because prior to this, I remember Almo years ago having a couple other led brands, everything was outdoor, and everything was like. Uh, rental staging applications not so install applications so we're moving towards more of an install and not just arenas
1: exactly yeah and, and, and Epson Epson has a fantastic line of fixed installation for indoor fixed installation for outdoor too uh, we've already gotten a lot of market interest for outdoor solutions as well as the indoor stuff um, so I, i'm seeing trends of people asking about direct uled in every type of environment
0: by the way, for those of you who don't know Adam Coleman, I put a link to his uh, LinkedIn profile in the description of this podcast. He knows what he's talking about. And let me tell you why. His previous three employers um, include, uh, three of his previous four employers include Prism, Barco, and Christie. So uh, this is a guy who actually <laughs> knows uh, display technology. Um, and then while you were the owner of SilverCell, you're doing a lot of install and, and uh and projects, obviously, um, with Absin. So you know the Absin product line. So really, every job you've had is 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 revolved around display technology.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I don't dabble too much in the audio side of AV. <laughs> I'm uh, yeah. I'm I'm more of a, a video guy.
0: I'm a, I'm an audience as I call myself. <laughs> I know video, uh, and I, I don't know audio.
1: Yeah, I'm in that group too. Okay.
0: Well, look, I'm gonna put a link to your profile on there. I look forward to meeting you in person. Uh, I'm surprised we haven't met in person uh, because we've been, both been in the industry so long. But I hope yeah. you at the E4 Experience exactly two weeks from today. You can sign up and register for the free E4 Experience at e4experience.com. And, of course, you can see the abson product line at US Absinne, usabsen.com Or you can go to almoproav.com and find it there. And uh, if you need help, if you're interested contact Adam himself. I put a link into his LinkedIn profile. So, Adam, you're going to start checking your LinkedIn mail. Oh, yes, I will. (laughs) All right. Look, thanks for joining me today, and thanks for going through this exercise with me.
1: Thank you much, Gary. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you for listening, everyone. Have a great day.